You know the vibes. Welcome back to another episode of the Hoop Genius Podcast brought to you by NBA 2K23. The one and only Moitzi alongside me as always, Mr. BJ Armstrong. BJ's having a sip of his drink. Real name. And he's blowing Don't your headphones me. off. Well, <laughs> it's currently 6am in the UK and uh, we're recording this after an interesting, interesting night in the NBA. Oh, interesting. Interesting is a nice way of putting it. BJ, I'm a, I'm a fan <laughs> of the game of basketball. I love basketball. I okay. love the NBA. But these okay. two games we watched were absolutely terrible. Okay. I have lots of thoughts. I have lots of opinions. But I want to get okay. yours first. Where are we starting? Are we starting in the East oh. or the West? We got to start in the East. That was the first game of the evening. Yes. the or game, morning for you. Yeah, the game in the East where the Atlanta Hawks figured out if we get more rebounds, we'll win this game. Um, they must have listened to a recent episode, which I hope Jason Kidd paid attention to as well. Uh, but they figured it out nicely against a very small Miami Heat team. Um, playoff Jimmy, as people like to refer to Jimmy Butler, uh, didn't turn up. Uh, Bam Adebayo, who everyone says is the third best center in the NBA, did not look like the third best center in the NBA. Uh, the rest of the team did a whole lot of nothing, and it was basically Kyle Lowry trying to keep his team in the game so that he could avoid having to play against his best friend, DeMar DeRozan, or his former team, the Toronto Raptors, in the next playing game, which they're going to have to play in because they lost. The Atlanta Hawks, great game for them. They did their thing. And uh, they got through to secure the seventh seed where they will face my Boston Celtics. What did you make of that game, Mr. Armstrong? Well, I, I think, Mo, the, the big thing in watching that game was the offensive rebounds. That really stood out to me. They were just overmatched, talking about the Miami Heat. Mm-hmm. They're small. And they had over 20 offensive rebounds in this game. The Atlanta Hawks. And I think Clint Capella had 13 of them or, like, or something. Yeah, he had 13 offensive uh, rebounds. It's very, very, it's very, very difficult to win when you uh, give up that many offensive rebounds. And, you know, Mo, I, I'm, I'm big on defense uh, when it comes to this time of the year. And defense doesn't stop until you get the rebound. And clearly – when you give up that many offensive rebound opportunities and second shots, it's going to increase your chances to win, especially playing on the road. So give the Atlanta Hawks credit. They did a terrific job. They played, uh, they won a game. And if you want to sum it up, it was just, you know, you can just say offensive rebounding. Clint Capella. And um, yeah, Clint Capella, I think he had, I think he had like eight or nine. I, I, he I had 13 like offensive eight. rebounds, BJ. He had 21 boards. No, and... he didn't have 13 offensive Look rebounds. Look at the stat sheet. <laughs> Look at the stat <laughs> sheet. Wait, wait. He had 21 rebounds. Okay. Yeah. Oh, no, no. He had 13 defensive rebounds and eight offensive rebounds. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He got it's all the same. <laughs> yeah, it's all the yeah, same. All... <laughs> Listen, when you get that many, when you get that many, because he, right. the Miami Heat as a team had six offensive rebounds. So this when you get past six, you know, let me ask you this. Coach Spo, we talk about him, one of the best coaches in the league. Uh, Kevin Love, three minutes. Cody Zeller, three minutes. Udonis Haslam coming off a 24-point outing, zero minutes. <laughs> Who would have thought that having Max Struess as your power forward isn't an ideal 
optimum way to go against a team who has John Collins and Clint Capella in their front court? I don't know. But uh, interestingly, before the game tipped off, the news came out that there was a leak that the Atlanta Hawks are open to training Trey Young this summer. What did you make of that? Well, you know, listen, I have a hard time believing that someone in the Atlanta front office would leak that out right before the game. Now, there's a lot of speculations and, you know, it takes two to tango. So which team right now, before the draft, before the playoffs even begin, technically, is going to say, <laughs> we're ready to trade for him right now. Mm-hmm. So, no, I, I'm not buying this. However, mm-hmm. it's a nice rumor for people to talk about. But unfortunately, being in the league, listen, you don't go through 82 games and not give yourself a chance to get Victor Wimbenyama, okay? Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so I'm not buying this one just because everyone understands what's at stake here. This is going to be a really good draft. And there isn't a team right now that's going to say this before the play-in game. I mean, mm-hmm. come on, like, give it a break. However, for the sake of rumors and slow media days, of course, it sounds good, feels good, but no, you're not doing that. Mm. Well, by the way, uh, I, I do want to say, if you guys haven't heard yet, yesterday we released the interview with Alan Iverson, so check that out. Uh, it's on YouTube, it's on Spotify, Apple, all that. But let's talk about the Western Conference. The Lakers okay. and the Timberwolves went head-to-head to battle it out for the seventh seed for the chance to play against Memphis in what was a very painful fourth quarter to watch. I think the Timberwolves didn't score from like the six-minute mark left in the fourth up until the final second where Anthony Davis fouled Mike Conley as he was fading away from the corner trying to shoot a three-pointer with 0.1 left on the clock. Very interesting. A horrendous game. Uh... It's a good job that the Lakers won because LeBron James turned the ball over on many occasions in some crucial occasions. And uh, it wasn't great for him. He looked very tired out there. Um, Anthony Davis picked up a knock at some point, but I believe he'll be fine. Carlancy Towns was in foul trouble from fairly early on. Anthony Edwards did not look like himself. It was just all in all, not a great game of basketball, but when both teams are playing so badly, it makes for good competition as the game went to overtime. And, you know, much to the delight of fans outside of America, we're still here at 6 a.m. talking about it. So I, I, I just watch, there's just, you know, sometimes I watch a game, BJ, and there's just things that just annoy me. Mm-hmm. Carl Anthony Towns, you're seven sure. foot tall. If you're being guarded by Austin Reeves, tell me why you think a step back jump shot is the optimal shot to take. Get to the block and get a bucket. I'm so tired of this guy playing so soft all the time. I'm just tired. I'm dumb tired of it, BJ. What did you think of the game? Well, for three quarters, I want to give Minnesota credit. I I thought they were terrific. It it really was engaging. I mean, they really put together a a great first half where they were up like 11 or 12 points. I know it was a double digit lead. And suddenly you're in a game. You're in a you're you're in a fight now. And so I I was shocked. I didn't think that the Minnesota Timberwolves were going to give the L.A. Lakers, who've been one of the better teams in the second half of the season, 
since they made those trades. However, they came out and played well. Now, the fourth quarter, for whatever reason, okay, give the Lakers credit because they turned up their defense. The offense got very stagnant there in the fourth quarter. They stopped moving the ball. For some reason, their primary ball handler, in my opinion, their best ball handler, Mike Conley, was not handling the ball down the stretch to initiate. Mm-hmm. The offense, and they were taking so saw, long to get into everything. There was, yeah, and they were stuff, giving like, it. And, I, and like, I love shot clock, and I love slow mo. I love slow mo. However, Mike Conley is one of the better ball handlers and initiators of the offense in the entire league. He's a veteran. He's steady. He's a pressure player, and and I don't know why they were going away from him and Anthony Edwards. Now, you know, I, I got to believe Anthony Edwards was hurt to some yep. degree or something yep. was going on. He didn't look like himself. No, not at but all. But he played and give him credit. And, but, and and even though he wasn't scoring, he was getting steals on defense. He was pulling down rebounds. Like, you know, he was still playing hard, even though his shots weren't falling. Yeah. So whatever it is, but this should be, you know, uh, an opportunity for them talking about Minnesota to look at the tape, review the game and say, we put together three quarters. And in the fourth quarter, they just stopped moving. They stopped moving. You mm-hmm. you, you got to move and got cutters and move the defense because the defense for the Lakers, you know, they didn't have to move. They You would just give it to Carl Anthony Towns standing at the three point line and, and everyone would just stand and watch him. And then they would give it to slow-mo and watch him. And then, you know, it was just very stagnant, and I, and it was a little disappointing because they played so hard and they played so well. And, and look, both teams played hard enough to win the game, make no doubt about it. However, when you give an effort like that, like the Minnesota Timberwolves did, because they they they, they poured their heart into that game, you know, you, you got to find ways to get them easier shots or get up at least a good shot. It was sometimes, well, they could even get up a shot, which was disappointing. And that just comes down to offensive execution at the end of the game. Do you know what's disappointing for me, BJ? Last week, I came on this show and I spoke about how I'm a believer in the Lakers to win the West. I just watched them struggle to barely beat a Minnesota Timberwolves team who were without Rudy Gobert, their in protector, without Jaden McDaniels, maybe their best defender, Without Nas Reed, and they barely won the game. And and and, and Anthony Edwards, I I don't know. And, and Anthony Edwards basically didn't. Was it? Was it? Yeah. Yeah. So, listen, I, I I just think. Listen, I'm I'm changing was, my picture. Which, interesting. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, okay. Nice. I'm gonna tell you something that was interesting. This was very interesting. That I'm going to keep an eye out now that the they they are in the playoffs. Offs, okay. Yeah. With a seven seed, they didn't play D'Angelo Russell at all. He was having a shocker. In the, in the, in the, okay, and I'm a little concerned with that. Okay, and and this and, was supposed to be his revenge game against the team that traded him away. Instead, it was the, Mike Conley who showed up. Well, I, 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 all I'm saying is, I was a little shocked that D'Angelo Russell was not in there somehow, some way, participating in the game because. They went with, you know, basically Schroeder, Hachimura. Troy know, Brown Vanderbilt, hit a couple of big threes. Yeah, you know, LeBron and AD. Austin Reeves. So I, yeah, Austin Reeves. So I'm just a little shocked that they didn't play D'Angelo Russell. 
because if they're going to be playing every other day now, you know, those guys in, in Memphis, no, they're, they're young and they're athletic, man. Now they're not the as Lakers deep now. They, they're down a couple. The Lakers looked, they looked, a, they looked a little old and a little sluggish. They, they, they just looked a little old to me tonight. Give them credit. They won the game. They did what they had to do. But if you're going to be playing every other day, and you're going to be playing, and, and and you're going to be playing against a better team. I mean, Memphis Much is a better team. team. I just think this is going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Now, you know, you got to look at the matchups, and on paper, it looks good, and and we got to see it. You got to go out there and do it. Now, it's one thing to talk about it, but without question, both teams should feel good about going into the right. You, you Minnesota Memphis, should not go, feel good. Well, I, I got to give Minnesota. Well, Minnesota, they gave effort. Look, Mo, these they, are good they teams. gave effort. They should have won the game. They were up double digits. Well, it's easier said than done. It's easy. It's easier said than done. I mean, it's tough. They gave an effort, and I'm going to give them this. They they had to overcome a lot of things. And here's a, here's something that I can say. You know, no one's going to say it, but I think we should say it here. How the situation was handled with Rui, not Rui, uh, Rudy Gobert, Gobert, right? They could have used Rudy Gobert tonight just as another defensive player down there on the box. They could have used him. I know you got into foul trouble, I guess. We could have used, yeah, we could have, they could have used Rudy Gobert. And certainly, you know, you don't know what's going to happen. Give the Lakers credit, but I'm going to give the Minnesota credit for figuring out a way after everything they've gone through in the media. This had, that, had, that wasn't an easy thing to overcome, for them to overcome all of that, all the obstacles they've overcome, and then figure out a way to play and give that type of effort. Now, like I told you when it happened, things happen all the time. It's just now we're seeing it on camera now, like, we didn't see it before. You might have heard about it. Oh, man, I heard there was an argument on the bench. What really happened? I don't know. The only people that really knew was probably the people at the game. Now, yeah, everyone sees it. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting now because we've got the next set of games coming up tonight when you guys are hearing this. Uh, the Raptors and the Bulls and then the Pelicans and the Thunder. Um, I know they're going to be watching these games with some intent. I think that they'll be feeling pretty confident, both sets of teams, that they could beat whoever is waiting for them in the next matchup if they can win tonight's games. Um, because as great as the effort was from the Minnesota Timberwolves, and we could say it was a great effort, not scoring for the final six minutes of a game, not even once. Maybe, maybe Did I score once? Maybe I'm wrong. But not scoring twice, I guess. Shocking. Kalanji Towns, if you want to be an all-star and you want to come out here and say you're the best shooting big man of all time, why not make some shots when it counts? How about that? Why not make some shots when it actually matters? He had a great first half. I don't want to take anything away from him. Why not make some shots when it counts? Why not use your seven-foot frame to score a bucket when Austin Reeves is guarding you? Just a suggestion. Just a suggestion, a humble suggestion. Oh, no, BJ. First half was impressive. They should have run away with it. But the fact that the Lakers played so badly in the first half and were only down 10 or 11 points 
I knew the Lakers were going to win from that moment. Like, you knew that the Lakers were going to win by the fact that they could barely score in the first half and they were still in the game. So, congratulations to them. They're no longer my pick to win the Western Conference after seeing that tonight. I'm holding an early L wow, on that. that. that- that that was quick, Mo. That I was know. quick. It took you, it, I know. It took you like it took you a half. It didn't even take you a full game. I, to say I know. And I, I don't know, BJ. I think I I don't know. I mean, LeBron could go home tonight, drink from the fountain of youth again, and come back on Saturday on Sunday looking like LeBron James again. Maybe that happens. But um, against that Timberwolves team that was down three of their core rotational players. I was expecting a Lakers blowout um, and and very disappointed in Miami Heat as well. So we're going to have to wait and see what happens in the next ones. How come you were disappointed in Miami? Because everyone talks this, oh, oh, all season long, we get this rubbish from people on TV saying, oh, that you should be worried about the Miami Heat in the playoffs. Oh, Jimmy Butler's going to turn it up a notch. Oh, Coach Poe's going to figure it out. Oh, the Miami Heat are lurking. They can upset someone in the East. Couldn't even beat the damn Atlanta Hawks. Couldn't even beat the Atlanta Hawks in one game. At home. At home. Mm-hmm. And the team is... And, and you leak a report in the media to try and throw off the other team by saying Trey Young's going to get traded. Okay. And you still lose? Okay. I don't know. Maybe try grabbing some rebounds winning the game. I don't know. But maybe it's the lack of sleep that's getting me. But I, I just don't have yeah, it today. Yeah, I just, yeah, I just yeah, don't yeah, have yeah. it. I, I'm, just, I'm just looking at these teams... And I'm like, come on, guys. How are you not seeing what we're seeing? Um, I mean, it was painful watching that Minnesota offense down the stretch. It's like you're not getting into your set until like 10 seconds left in the shot clock, six seconds left, and now you're scrambling, and it looks like no one even wants to take the shot. You're all passing it to each other like a hot potato. I'm tired of it. I hope tonight's games are better. I think that the Pelicans-Thunder game is going to be better. I thought both of the games were excellent, personally. I thought these were two... Very well played games. And here's oh, come on. You can't tell me that that heat game was excellent. I think the I, idea I is excellent. excellent. I think like the drama of oh, this is a playing game when it gets into the playoffs. We go into overtime. Fantastic. Storyline, fantastic. As a lover of good basketball, I didn't see much of that tonight. Okay. All right. That's and that's it. However, that's it. however, I will say this. I thought it was excellent. And here's why. The Atlanta Hawks had a game plan. Mm. And they came in and they executed their game plan. And somehow, some way, after halftime, the Miami Heat had that thing cut down to like five or six. They came out on like 11 0 run. At yeah, the it was expected. The- okay. And then they made a game out of it. They couldn't get over the hump, but they made a game. And Kyle Lowry, what mm. an effort! Sensational. What an effort. I mean, here's a guy who comes off the bench. I don't know what he finished with 30 something, right? Comes off the points, bench. Yeah. There's a 30 point effort off the bench, and they needed every one of those points to just be in the game. And he gave him a chance. Shot goes here, shot goes there, and they missed a ton of layups. I mean, Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo missed. They, they had to miss at least. Could you call him by his, his proper name, please? Playoff Jimmy, or should we now call him Play in no, Jimmy? I call Jimmy Butler Jimmy Butler. I don't know all the other stuff. I mean, Jimmy the, the Miami Heat fans a, were saying that the Celtics need to get ready for Playoff Jimmy, but okay. And then all of a sudden, the camera was on Udonis Haslam, and he's 
he's just going off on everyone. I loved it. And, you know, listen, the Atlanta Hawks, they needed this win. They needed this win. I don't, you know, I listen to talk radio and here, and I listen to all the talk shows before. No one had the Atlanta Hawks winning this game. So they were able to block out the noise. And that's mm-hmm. why I was so impressed. And they did it on the road. It wasn't like they were playing in front of their home court or their home fan base. They came in and they won. They did a job. And then the second game, wow. I, I mean, those guys came in. I mean, Mo, the last two or three days has just been Rudy Gobert. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, there's a game on Tuesday night here. <laughs> but but the, the whole talk has been Rudy Gobert, Rudy Gobert, Rudy Gobert. And then they come in, you look in after, after three quarters, they're down like 11 points. Talking Lakers. about the L.A. Lakers. Yeah. So I was like thrilled. I was on the phone, you know. I, I didn't know if you were still up. Or I'm what always have up. You. But what a great, I mean, what a great, I, I was, it was a treat for me. I hope that the games tomorrow will be just as good. I mean, when Mike Conley made that, when Mike Conley was fouled in oh the corner, it's a long time before I, you know, I, I can't, I was screaming because I couldn't believe the play. And then did you see his reaction on the first free throw that he made? Yeah. I mean, that, that was that like almost didn't make it. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, it, it was great. It was, it was great was, drama. You know, it was great drama. Oh, I'll say yeah, it that. Was it was great uh, drama. It was, it was terrific. I, 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 lo- I loved it. Kind of gets me ready for the playoffs. You know, the play in, mm. this, this is like the, you know, kind of just get me. And you know what, what I loved most? You know what I loved most about this game? Go ahead. It's in the in the regular season, guys are just shooting tr- threes and they're just chucking up threes and chucking up shots and everyone's playing pace and space, you know, all that stuff. And then all of a sudden, Mo, the game is slowing down a little bit. Mm. Hey, oh, hey, hey, Mo, hey, hey, Mo, they were throwing it into, hey, they were throwing it into the post a little bit. Well, not for Cat. He was Dude. on a three point line Dude. trying to take hey, step back. Hey, 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 Mo, everyone's trying to get a shot every time down. And you saw the game. I was like, oh, I recognize this game. And it was mm. great. And it's going to be even better once we get once we get into the playoffs. So this is great. What a great start. I'm looking forward to the game tomorrow. That Toronto-Chicago Bulls game, I have no idea who's going to win that game. I mean, and I'm really excited to see the young Oklahoma City Thunder. Because I want to see Giddy and Shea Alexander and, 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 and all those guys over there, all those young players play a meaningful game mm-hmm. so that you can kind of say, wow, if they get such and such and such and such, they could be. Because we all think they're going to be a pretty good team based on their talent, right? Yep. So I'm excited for the games tomorrow. Big game for the New Orleans Pelicans. They need this game. No Zion. No Zion. So, you know what, I got to get my rest because, you know what, the games are coming. (laughs) It is half six in the morning. I got to get my rest. Ah, Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to get your nap. You got to get your nap in. Games are coming, Mo. You know what? And And then, Mo, this weekend... Oh boy! Will the beam? Will the beam? I want to know if there's going to be a beam this weekend. I can't wait, Mo. That's what I'm excited for. I canceled all my plans for this weekend. I had plans. I had to say, "Yo, chill." The playoffs begin. Sacramento, Sacramento, and Golden State. There's a. I think Mo. There's a. I think there's a little tension here. I think there's a little tension in the air. 
Mm-hmm. We're going to get into it. We're going to get into it, B. But right now, it's time to rest. This has been the Hoop Genius Podcast. <laughs> if you want more, check out yesterday's episode. It was an interview with Alan Iverson. Make sure you give that a listen to. And we'll be back tomorrow with more from the NBA play-in. Make sure you subscribe, leave a review, and all that good stuff. And most importantly, unlike the Timberwolves for the final six minutes of the fourth quarter, get buckets.